Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to the Money with Clay podcast. Excited about this episode as things seem to be changing. The tide seems to be turning in regards to something that I've talked about quite a bit over the past year or so that the podcast has been around. And as somebody that really does just love free markets, letting markets do their thing, well, their thing is starting to happen here. It's looking like the, it's still early, but things change. Markets correct themselves. Markets will work themselves out, especially in this case, as I'll talk about, if you would just actually let them be that much freer, things would work themselves out much quicker. But um, it's looking like when it comes to the, the, the ball game of college and degrees and all of that, well, those rising costs that you hear about all the time, which are totally true. I'm not here to deny and say, no, costs aren't that bad. No, costs are ridiculous. Costs are getting out of control. Now, the cause of those costs, I'll come back to that in a little while, and I've done a whole other podcast on that before. However, as markets dictate free markets, there, be, there, there reaches a point where things no longer make sense and things no longer offer a value that's enough to justify paying some sort of price. And that is where things uh, are, are headed now with college. And it's a breath of fresh air. It's great to see. It's very encouraging that people are starting to, you know, think a little bit more and not fall into this game and this mind trap of, hey, if you want to be successful, you have to go to college. Hey, if you want to get ahead in life, you got to go and get a degree. Little disclaimer up front, I am not saying that college is a scam. I am not saying that college is worthless. I am not saying that college doesn't have a place in society because it, it, it does. But there are many parts of society where college should not be there. It is, it is a scam. It is a total waste of money. It is going to screw you up for the, I guess I won't say the rest of your life, but a big part of your life and an early part of your life when if you didn't have certain costs within your personal finances, you could be using that money to invest. And when you, the, the earlier you invest, just based on compounding interest and you know how the math works out, the sooner you can invest, the better. But it's pretty hard to invest when you have all these student loans hanging over your head, and then you don't really have a job that equates to you know the the, the price that you put into it. So this article here comes from Market Watch. Title, half of young Americans say that a degree is irrelevant to their work. And then a little subheader, with rising tuition costs, some aren't going to college and more are working jobs on the side, which isn't really a, a bad thing. I, I, I don't understand why that's not the case in the first place, but I, I digress. I won't go down that rabbit hole. So picking up the article, in the spring of her senior year of high school, Malavika Vivek had four choices, Caltech, UC Berkeley, Carnegie Mellon, or Solutions Architect at software company Avasoft. She chose Avasoft. Vivek had been working for the company part-time while at a magnet engineering-focused high school in Edison, New Jersey. When she was offered a full-time position, she couldn't pass up the opportunity. So in other words, she was working a, a job while she was still in high school, which sounds like a pretty interesting type of high school. So that's, um, sounds like we need more of those high schools out there. Picking back up, I definitely thought about going to college because those schools are all really good. 
But in the end, I knew I would learn more discovering things on my own and working in the real world. I've got to fully agree with that. At 19 years old, that's so awesome. At only 19 years old, Vivek belongs to Generation Z. And while her experience isn't yet common, Generation Z is becoming more open to doing college differently or not going at all, according to a new study by TD Ameritrade. The study surveyed over 3,000 U.S. teens and adults, including approximately 1,000 Generation Z, which is ages 15 to 21, 1,000 young millennials, which is ages 22 to 28, and 1,000 parents, ages 30 to 60. Oh, man, I'm getting old. I'm in the parent category now. Oh, man. About one in five Generation Z and young millennials say they may choose not to go to college. One in five. Think about that. That's 20% now. Again, the vast majority still think you got to, but one in five. Many, many others see a less conventional path through education as a good idea. Over 30% of Generation Z and 18% of young millennials said they have considered taking a gap a gap year between high school and college. So I'm assuming they don't say that here, but a gap year meaning you finish up high school and then you probably go and work for like a full time for a year and you just hustle and grind and pile up the hours, pile up the paychecks, and then you go to college. So more considering that. What's more, 89% of Generation Z, 89% of Generation Z along with 79% of young millennials have considered an education path that looks different from a four year degree directly out of high school. For millennials, that's up 18% from 2017. And then it says Generation Z was not surveyed in 2017. There are more options today, Dara Luber, a senior retirement manager at TD Ameritrade Tool and Market Watch. More students are looking at online courses, doing classes at community college. I'm pretty sure I've talked about community college here before. Or going to a trade school. Finally, people are considering and talking about going to a trade school. There is so much value in that. I still remember to this day, I don't know, it might have been over a year now. The podcast has been around for over a year, but talking about a trade school and learning um, you know, the, the, the skill of aircraft mechanics and how, I can't remember now, but I, I'm pretty sure the starting pay for like an aircraft mechanic was like 30, 40 bucks an hour, something crazy. And a lot of these uh, situations, people will pay for you to go to the trade school. So it's, hey, I will pay for you to learn this skill. And not only will I pay for you to learn this skill, because I need people, you have a job when you get done. So you are getting paid to learn a skill and then you know that your time is not being wasted because you already have a job. How do you know you have a job? Well, because your future employer is paying for you to go to that trade school. And remember, sure the tide is turning, but only 20% are starting to look at, so I mean, that is still something that, you know, consider, and this is not necessarily just geared towards younger people, but even if in, in your, I mean, really any part of life, don't think that college is, well, you know, that's the way I have to go. No, there, there's plenty of career paths out there, uh, you know, from the trades that can really take you far. Picking back up the article, approximately 19.9 million students will attend college in the fall of 2019, according to the National Center for Education Statistics, down, down 20 or down from 20.3 million a decade ago when some people likely decided to further education during the Great Recession. While college attendance has risen from 14.8 million two decades ago, 
The NCES, so the National Center for Education Statistics, expects it to remain relatively steady over the next five years. But the $1.5 trillion in student loan debt has given younger students pause for thought. The average borrower now leaves college with about $37,000 of loan debt, up more than $10,000 from 10 years ago. And outstanding, outstanding student loan debt owed by all borrowers reached $1.5 trillion in 2018. That's nearly three times as high the collective 600 billion owed one decade prior. Rising college expenses are changing the modern college experience, Luber said. Just over one in four young millennials say they are delaying college due to the cost, according to the TDA Ameritrade study. That's up 7% from 2017. And 73% of Generation Z and young Americans say they chose or would choose a less expensive college to avoid debt, the study found. So think about this. We have the, the free market at work here. People are finally saying, you know what? I, I, I'm reading the headlines. I, I hear this crazy person named Clay talk about student loans and how it's weighing people down. And now, of course, I, there's probably like 0.00% that would think that. But you get the idea, right? People are starting to read headlines. People, It's becoming... I don't want to say common knowledge, but much more common knowledge that these student loans and these student loans, especially attached to some sort of, you know, degree in, you know, Jamaican bobsled history, there's just really not that much of a job market out there for it. And people are starting to see it. And people are starting to, like I said, not necessarily avoid college, but you know what? I'm going to choose a less expensive college. I'm going, to, I'm going to go someplace else to avoid college debt. But that's the beautiful thing about a free market is colleges are going to have to start to compete much bigger, better on price now because this trend is only going to go, grow more and more. And when you have this trend growing in terms of people saying, you know what, I don't even think I'm going to go to college, what does that do to the consumer base from the college perspective? Because colleges are a business. And you and I, we are their customer. But here's the bad part. And here's the part that if, if this component was removed, college prices would drop so fast, it would make your head spin. If you got the government out of college. How, what do I mean? Government student loans. Student loans subsidizing the consumer. Meaning, really at the end of the day, and I've talked about this before, so I'm, I'll keep it very brief. But as a business, if you offer a product and you raise the price of that product, but yet people still buy, what would you do? Well, you would probably raise the price again because I mean, if, if, if everybody's still buying at that price, maybe people think it's worth more. So you're gonna raise the price. Guess what? People keep on buying. Okay, well, I guess it's worth more. Let me, let me move up the price. People keep on buying. Why do people keep on buying? Or better phrase, why can people keep on buying? Because those people are getting money from the government and the government just keeps on, oh, okay, well, that's the loan you need. There you go. Oh, okay, the, the loan just went up higher because the, the, the college hiked its price. There you go. When you have unlimited demand, meaning, you know what? Your consumer can basically uh, uh, afford whatever because the government is there to give them whatever money they need, then yeah, of course, colleges are gonna raise their prices because why wouldn't they? Their customer base can, can, can can continue to afford afford things. But this is what's very encouraging is even with that, finally, 
finally, it's a, such a shame that it's taken this much of nasty statistics, 1.5 trillion in debt, you know, people graduating with 30, I mean, it's it, it really is sad that it's finally reached the point, well, almost, the tipping point has finally started to, to come here, but to think that it's had to go this far, this massive, to finally even have it be like, you know what, I get it, there's that price, I get it, I could get a loan because Uncle Sam would give me that loan through the government. So I, yeah, I technically could pay that price if I wanted to, but I mean, do I really want to? Do I really want all that debt for what I get? No, I don't. I think I'm gonna pursue another path, finally. But could you imagine if the government was like, you know what, government gone. Oh my goodness. So now all of a sudden you have people that aren't even really considering college and you have people that actually need to be able to afford college because, well, they can't go to the government. They have to make good decisions. So they could have to go to like a private bank and say, hey, Mr. Private Bank, I would like a degree. I would like a, a loan in this amount for that degree. And if you show up with some ridiculous history of Jamaican bobsled, you know what that private bank is going to do? Denied. Why would they deny it? Because they, they, they want to make money and they're pretty sure that you're not going to be able to pay them back with a degree in the history of Jamaican bobsledding when you go and pay you know, $50,000, $100,000 for a degree. Whereas if you show up with a bank and you're like, you know what, I, I wanna get a nursing degree, I wanna get an engineering degree, or I wanna get you know, a two-year dental hygienist degree, the bank's gonna look at the job market, they're gonna look at the average starting pay, they're gonna look at the, the average pay in general, like, yeah, yeah, approve, because that's actually a good investment into your education. So if you actually did that and then you really shrunk down the consumer base. Guess what happens when you shrink down the consumer base? Well, colleges gotta compete. How do they compete? Well, now they really gotta start to compete on price. They can't just sit there, and like this article says, they're already starting to compete more so on price um, because people are saying, you know what, I'm just gonna go to a less expensive college, whereas before it was, I just wanna go to the whatever college I, I really wanna go to, because yeah, the, the government, I can afford it because I'll just get the loan. But now people are starting to, to compete on price as far as consumers, so if you made the colleges compete that much more because there's, the customer base has shrunk because, well, they're not just gonna hand out free money for worthless degrees, oh man, college prices, they would really, really drop so fast. So picking back up with the, uh, the article here, paying for an education in America is ridiculously expensive. And I think that's a huge reason why a lot of people in our generation are reconsidering if it's actually worth it, Vivek said. For a 19-year-old, nailed it. Absolutely, it is ridiculously expensive. Why? Because the government just keeps propping it up. The bubble, or the government has created this bubble by just giving money to anybody that wants to go to school. And I don't have a problem with going to school. If you wanna get a history of bobsled, of Jamaican bobsled, that's great. But you know, guess what, you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to either put a big down payment on that loan, or you're just gonna need to pay for that education in cash. So I don't have anything against it, but to go and, and take a loan out on that, that that's not just, that's not very smart. So then now the article picks up with a, a subheader, is a college degree necessary? Parents still think so. Nearly all, 96% parents surveyed in the TD Ameritrade study said they don't expect their kids, or said they do expect their kids to go to college. You know what, I, I guess, I don't say this in a bragging way, but I guess I'm in the 4%. If I was part of the survey, I'd be like, no, I don't expect my kids to go to college. I expect my kids to do something that they enjoy and that's gonna give them a good return on investment. So I mean, my kid will not go to school, pay $30,000, $10,000, $20,000 a year to get a degree in the history 
of Jamaican bobsledding. That's not going to happen. And I don't say that as like some sort of authoritative parent, authoritative parent. I say it as a parent that I fully plan on, uh, you know, guiding my children. And, you know, and like I said, this is not me preaching. This is me encouraging you. I hope you want to do the same thing, but I, I hope you raise your children. I hope you teach them about how to make life choices based on numbers to an extent. Not at a complicated, but you know, little Sally Sue, if you go a $50,000 in a debt or I'll use $37,000 in a debt and then you realize that that degree you get doesn't really have a job or I mean, as this article says, that the degree is irrelevant towards anything you do, was it really worth that $37,000 in debt now? And you know, I want my kids to just be able to think, no, college isn't the right, now maybe they may all go to college, maybe all four do. Maybe all four don't. Maybe they all learn a trade or maybe they just go to some sort of community college. I don't know, but I definitely, um, I, I, college is not like it used to be because of all the problems discussed. So I guess I'm in that 4%. But a lot of young Americans don't think a four-year degree is essential. Awesome, I'm telling you, the tide is turning. About 49% of young millennials said their degree was very or somewhat unimportant. <laughs> to their current job. Only 27% of parents said the same. So think about that, 49% are like, yeah, this college degree, it's kind of relevant, uh, but not really. Vivek said she was studying almost college level engineering in high school, but never thought skipping out on college was an option until the summer after her junior year. That summer she conducted uh, computational biology research at Memorial Sloan Kettering Hospital. I realized I really didn't need a degree to do the work I was doing and that you can make an impact without a degree. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, don't, I have no idea what computational biology research is, but the point here, the underlying premise is that you can still make an impact. You can still do something. You can still create value without a college degree. That is not necessary. And I know you probably have teachers or you've had teachers that are like college, college, college. Again, college has its place assuming you're getting a worthwhile degree, but it's by no means a requirement that needs to be you know, done in order to have success in life. So she says, I could either pay money and not get real world experience, or I could earn money and get work experience. She's wise beyond her years, only 19. She thought to herself when making the final decision to continue at Avasoft instead of heading to Caltech or any of those colleges. More students are working in college today than two years ago, Luber added. More than a third of young millennials and 48% of Generation Z say a part-time job helps them pay for their education. I really don't know why this is even being brought up. Um, I don't care even if college was affordable and college was totally re reasonably priced. Still, get a job. You know that If that's doing anything for you, it's te teaching you the real life you know, real life experience of time management, how to schedule out, how to allocate your time. Because the older you get, you realize that, yeah, money's great, but time is worth so much more than money. So you, the sooner you can learn how to manage your time properly, the better. So I mean, that's good, but I think they're making this argument for more of a, yeah, see, college is getting so expensive that, oh my goodness, kids now have to get a part-time job while in college. Oh, goodness, oh, oh, oh no, give me a break. A lot of people my age I know in college are working side hustles or even full-blown jobs. Awesome. And she says, I think it's becoming a lot more common. Well, that's good. That's good that that's becoming. So I said, the, 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 the tide is turning. The tide is 
turning. So then she just goes on to say that life without college, I won't read all that. But you know, the moral of the story there is she's very happy and she has uh, she's she enjoys her choice. She she's not she hasn't ruled out you know the, the potential of going to college or anything like that. But the point being, despite what society is you know has, has kind of set, told her and made her think, oh you got to go to college, you got to go to college. She's saying, well, I mean, I didn't go to college, and she's she's perfectly happy. What? In fact, I'll I'll give her the exact quote. Uh, she says, since starting full time at Avisoft, Viv- Vivek has been, and I quote, extraordinarily happy. She told Market Watch, I feel like I fit better in the real world than I did in school, she said. So right there, I mean, life without college, she's extraordinarily happy. And I want you to, to you know be encouraged by that and just realize that you are, you are not alone. You're still early in the process. Like I said, the, that stat was only 20% right now, but still 20%, that, that's much higher than what it's been. And I believe that that's going to only increase and get higher and higher and I don't say that as some sort of because I'm so smart and I'm making some bull. Pred- no, it's the the writing is on the wall. Colleges, I don't blame them. Universities, I don't blame them. Good for them. They are a for-profit business, so keep on rising, raising your prices. But as is the case in any free market, you reach that point where, yeah, I get it. Your price is that. And I can get a loan for it because the government is stupid and will give me a loan for that price but I'm starting to realize, I read enough headlines now where I know that just because I can get a loan and pay your ridiculous price, that's gonna leave me in so much debt. I don't know if I want all that debt. So colleges, universities, it's time to really start to compete because people are catching on and I really hope at some point that the government just totally gets out of the business of, of, of education and lets the free market go fully, full-blown free market because that 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 would that would cause prices to go down like I said so fast your head would spin. But I really when I stumbled across this article, I mean I don't want to say like I stood up and started jumping around, but you know, it it definitely this is encouraging. This is good to see because that you know, this is how a society is going to keep or take care of itself. How a society takes care of itself by being able to have savings, have money set aside for retirement. And I will admit it's much more difficult to set money aside for retirement when you have all these student loans hanging out there, student debt hanging over your head. Can it still be done? Yes, absolutely it can be done and it should be done. But when it's easier to do, that just means more people are gonna have savings. And when more people have savings, they don't need to depend on other people. And if you don't need to depend on other people, if you don't need to depend on the government, guess what? The government can start to shrink. And when more people are self-sufficient, that just means that, well, I mean, taxes don't need to be as high, right? Because you don't need to tax people because you got to do this, that, and the other. You got to, no, you just, less. There's, there's less taxes. And guess what? When there's less taxes, that means we all get to keep more of our money. And guess what that leads to? We all get to keep more of our money, which means savings becomes that much easier. And when savings becomes that much easier, investing becomes that much easier. And when investing becomes that much easier, then the wealth building becomes that much easier. And it, it is a, it's circular logic that is very, very positive. And that will, that, that's in my mind where you wanna be headed is how can you make people as self-sufficient as possible? You gotta create savings for people, but it is hard to create savings with those debts. So to know that prices, I get it, they're still going up, 
people will still pay them. But to see this glimmer, this glimmer, this 20%, 20% of people finally getting it, finally realizing what's going on, and finally opening their eyes to the, the possibility and the truth that, you know what, I, I can still be successful in life. I can still make an impact. I can still create value for myself and for others by not going to college and paying those ridiculously high prices. So if anybody from the government is listening, please just get out of the, get out of the college business and prices will go down that much faster and then we can start to really have people get savings for themselves and invest into their retirement. And when you have all that, well then I guess a government person probably, I mean, they kind of like control. So they probably wouldn't want to hear that. You know what? More savings means less government is needed. Less government that is needed means lower taxes. Lower taxes mean that we all have more money, which makes savings that much easier. So never mind, politician. Don't don't just disregard what I said. Uh, but in all seriousness, I'm encouraged. I hope you're encouraged. If you're a younger person listening to this, I hope I've been able to encourage you or like I said, reassure you that you know what, you're not alone. If you're if you're thinking, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm the only person thinking this that I I don't know if college is the right thing for me. Hey, listen, you're ahead of the ball game. You're part of the twenty percent. You're a little bit. Uh, you, you're, I, I commend you. You know, you, you're you're in before all this becomes the new trend of yeah. I don't know if college is even really needed because this is the trend that's coming. I'm telling you, it's it's coming and it's it's going to come quicker and quicker. That now people are going to think I don't even know if I want to go to college uh, because of of all this ridiculousness that really is taking place. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited, and I look forward to uh, ranting and raving at future podcasts. But thank you for hanging out. Thank you for listening. And I will see you back next week. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I want to just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there. And I, I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the slab money method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.